Welcome to sermons from St. Paul's Lutheran Church of Minot, North Dakota. St. Paul's is anchored in the message of Christ crucified for the forgiveness of sins, for the church and for the world. The following sermon is from Rev. Dr. Matthew Richard. The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 8th chapter. When a great crowd was gathering and people from town after town came to Jesus, he said in a parable, A sower went out to sow his seed, and as he sowed, some fell on the path and was trampled underfoot, and the birds of the air devoured it. And some fell on the rock, and as it grew up, it withered away because it had no moisture. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up with it and choked it. And some fell into good soil and grew and yielded a hundredfold. And as he said these things, he called out, He who has ears to hear, let him hear. And when his disciples asked him what this parable meant, he said, To you it has been given to know the secrets of the kingdom of God, but for others they are in parables, so that seeing they may not see, and hearing they may not understand. Now the parable is this, the seed is the word of God. The ones along the path are those who have heard, then the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts so that they may not believe and be saved. And the one on the rocks are those who, when they hear the word, receive it with joy, but these have no root. They believe for a while, and in a time of testing they fall away. And as for what fell among the thorns, they are those who hear the riches and the pleasures of life, and their fruit does not mature. As for the good soil, they are those who, hearing the word, hold it fast in an honest and good heart and bear fruit with patience. This is the word of the Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. I have to confess, I have been quite bothered over the last 20 years. <laughs> it's been that long, seeing how the church has been portrayed to the world and its members I don't know the exact reasons why. I could speculate, maybe, perhaps, the exact reasons why. But nonetheless, the church is often portrayed to the world and its members as the church, get this, as the church of ease. The church at ease, if you will. You know, it's communicated this way. Become a Christian and go to church and you will have peace and comfort. Your wildest dreams will come true. Through the church you will have great health and you will have great wealth and success. Come to the church and everything will be peachy, everything will be great, everything will be wonderful and secure. Now, dear friends, hear me loud and clear. Christ's church is not a church at ease, but the church militant. One more time. The church is not a church at ease. You are not a church at ease but you are the church militant. Now, when you hear the word militant, it might be easy to think of the church influenced by the medieval crusades. It might be easy to think that the church militant is a church that is on the front lines, if you will, battling injustices with a sword in its hands, looking for every battle to fight. 
But this is not the church militant. You see, what makes the church militant is not the conflict that it engages in, not the conflict that it instigates, but rather what makes the church militant is the conflict that the world and the devil and the sinful Adam bring to the church. Yes, the conflict that we receive from our three great enemies of the devil, the world and the sinful nature itself. But you and I, we may not like how this sounds. I certainly don't. Think of it this way. Think about this slogan, if you will. Think about advertising it this way. Become a member of St. Paul's Lutheran Church, come to the divine services, sit in these pews, and experience the attacks of the devil. Come to this church, and yes, become a member of this church and experience a war with the world. Come to this church and sit in this pew, and then experience the attacks of the old Adam, the sinful nature. Ta-da! Welcome to the church militant. It's great, is it not? Now, we obviously do not like the sound of the church militant. From what we know about human nature and history is that people are, more often than not, not attracted to the church militant, but attracted to the church at ease. In fact, many pastors do everything possible to make sure that their churches are not militant, but places of ease. Tragically, though, the only way to avoid conflict and war as the church militant is to do this, and that is to forsake the seed, to abandon the seed. Yes, forsaking the word of God makes a church into a church at ease. You see, in our reading from the Gospel of Luke here this morning, Jesus, he tells us a parable. It's a wonderful parable. He tells us a parable where seeds are cast out into several different circumstances. Now, obviously, the seed, it represents the very word of God itself. And the soil, it represents people like you, people like me. But here's the catch. Conflict awaits the seed in three of the circumstances. Yes, the seed goes out, and there's conflict. There's conflict against the seed. You see, first we hear that the devil, he hates the seed. Make no doubt about it. The devil, he hates the word of God. He despises the word of God. He hates it so much that he swoops in like a bird to snatch up the word of God. And so, dear friends, know this. The devil, he does not want you, he does not want each and every one of you, he does not want you to hear the word of God. He wants to take it from your ears, to prevent it from taking root in your ears, in your heart, and your minds. And so this means, this means that wherever a church is found casting the word of God, wherever that church is found casting the word of God, well, the devil will certainly be present. He'll be present to try and keep the word from ears that might hear. But the church at ease? Well, the devil does not care about these churches. He actually smiles upon them, if you will. Why would the devil have to worry about a church where the word is not preached? A church without the word of God is doing a fine job already of going to hell on its own without the help of the devil. But the church militant? The church militant? Friends, do not be surprised to find the devil active and busy in the church, the church that's militant, where the word is preached, where the word is heard, where the word is present. In fact, we should come to expect 
that when the Word of God is preached, that the devil will be right there active to oppose it, stirring in the shadows. For this is how it is with the church militant, always at war with the devil. Now, if it is not the devil, well, the world is also there to eradicate the Word. Yes, where the seed is cast out, the worries and the pleasures of the world will be ready to wither that seed. You see, being a Christian means that you will have persecution from the world. Indeed, being a Christian means you have persecution from the world because of the word itself. Again, just like the devil, the world does not like the word of God. The world hates the word of God. And so, dear friends, when the word of God is proclaimed, well, you and I should learn to expect persecution from the world. And so this whole idea of perhaps being a popular Christian and at the same time being popular with the world, well, it's simply not true. It's a myth. Being a Christian is not like sitting perhaps at a popular lunch table at school, but instead being a Christian, well, it's like sitting at a table where spitwads land and jeering comments are directed. It does not mix the word and the world. And this is the reason why the church at ease has no spine The Church of Ease has no spine and no conviction regarding the Word of God. You see, the Church at Ease is more concerned with finding favor in the world than getting persecuted by the world. And so given a choice between the Word of God and the choice of persecution itself, well, the choice is easy for the Church of Ease. They choose favor in the eyes of the world any day, any day of the week. And finally, we must not forget our sinful nature or as we like to say here at St. Paul's, our old Adam, the sinful nature that we all have. Like that devil and like the world, our old Adam hates the seed as well. It hates the gospel. It hates the word of God. You see, your old Adam and my old Adam, they hate the word of God. Our old Adam's only concerned about climbing, how high we can climb, how rich we can become, how comforted we can become, how to maximize pleasure in this life, how to look out for me, myself, and I, and throw everyone else under the bus. And so it makes sense when we humans choose churches that do not preach the word. In fact, we should come to expect that our old Adam will never like coming to a church where the word is proclaimed where it's proclaimed accurately and faithfully. And so you and I should again expect that our old Adam wants to attend a church of ease. Our old Adam would want nothing more than to go to a church that promotes and feeds its sinful appetite. And if that's not possible, the old Adam will work to reform the church that it is currently attending to appease again its own appetite. Now, dear friends, mark this, and I mean this with all sincerity, and I do mean this very, very truthfully. It would be very easy, mark this, it would be very easy. It would be easy for you and me to quickly fill these pews. Look around, we have open spots here. It would be very easy to fill these open spots and to pack this church to the max. It would be very easy. All it would take is this, is to befriend the ideologies of the world. And then, uphold the appetite of the sinful nature. And then, disregard the word of God. And with a little bit of charisma, several catchy tunes, and the superficial promises of riches and comfort, 
Well, we could fill these pews, pews that would take us all on a roller coaster to hell itself. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. My friends, baptized saints, pause for a moment and consider. Consider the goodness of God right now. You see, the Lord has preserved the Word of God here at St. Paul's for 125 years, over 125 years. And that we can be very thankful for. Right now, we can be very, very thankful for that. It's by His grace that that Word has been preserved for us. However, we must be honest, during that time, we have had many people fall prey to the devil. We've had many people capitulate to the world. We've had many people give way to the old Adam, and they're not here with us today anymore. In fact, tragically, many are alone in the grave as well. And this should sadden us. We should mourn. We should mourn a thousand tears. And while we're saddened by this, it is also a wake-up call to us as well. A wake-up call that we all face the same dangers. We face the same dangers of the devil, the world, and our sinful nature. We are, again, at war. By God's grace, we are at war and we are the church militant. Indeed, by God's grace, we are not the church of ease, but we are the church militant. Furthermore, as mentioned earlier, there's another threat for us to be aware of, and that is the temptation of abandoning the word to become the church of ease. God protect us from this as well. And so let it be our prayer today that we are not only protected from the devil and the world and the old Adam, but also that the Lord would protect us from looking to ease and comfort at all costs. May the Lord keep you and me from the temptation of abandoning the word of God and becoming a church of ease. May it be our cry, may it be our gut-wrenching cry to the Lord that he would create in us a clean, uh, clean heart and renew a right spirit within us through the seed of his word and therefore continue each and every one of us as the church militant. May you and I know with crystal clarity today the truth that the church of ease is not a sanctuary of holiness but a hellhole of deception that is not real. Baptized saints, hear this today. We have to understand that it is impossible for you and me to escape the conflict from the devil, the world, and the old Adam. It's simply impossible. And this is tough to hear. But also know this day that even though you and I will have conflict with the devil and clashes with the world and fights with the old Adam, because of that word that has been given to us, that at the very same time, simultaneously, that because of that word that has been given to you, that you and I have peace, uh, that we have peace, peace with God the Father, assurance of our forgiveness, and comfort in the knowledge of everlasting life. You see, as the church militant, you will be at war with the devil, you will be at war with the world, and you will be at war with the old Adam, but at the same time, you have peace. You have peace in Christ, a peace that surpasses all comprehension, a peace as good or as bad as it gets in this life, that the Lord will not forsake us nor leave us, but be with us to the very end of the age. And so, while the devil hisses at you and the world cusses at you, 
And the old Adam kicks and screams like a spoiled, like a, like a spoiled little child. Know that the Lord says to you through his word of truth, he says this, well done, baptized saints. Stay steadfast, dear children. You have not looked for ease and comfort, but have heard the word of truth and continue to hear the word of truth. Yes, baptized saints, know this. By God's grace, the word comes forth from this church, from this liturgy, from this pulpit, from this lectern, and from our hymns, and from especially this holy table, that by his grace, that the word comes forth to us so that we may embrace and ever hold fast the blessed hope of forgiveness of sins and everlasting life that Jesus has given to us, that he's given to you, and in so doing, that he will maintain us as the church militant and not the church of ease. So baptized saints, chins up as we say, with a smile on your face and remain steadfast. You are, by God's grace, the church militant. May the Lord preserve you and keep you in this word, the seed of the gospel, until the day when the battle is over and he takes you and me, all of us, home to everlasting peace and comfort in life. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thy strong word bespeaks us righteous, bright with thine Thank you for listening to today's podcast sermon. You can access a full manuscript of today's sermon from Pastor Matthew Richard's blog at www.pastormatrichard.org or visit St. Paul's website at www.stpaulsminot.org. The Lord bless and keep you. you.